Sip and Listen, the podcast meant to inspire, challenge, and empower collaboration while taking actions that matter. With your host, beauty maker Christina Wartz, media princess Carrie Keller, and the lover of all things marketing, Elisa Lane. Do you dream of having long, luxurious hair? Now that dream can be reality with the help of Christina Wirtz's expertise in beaded hair extensions. Christina, owner of Haven Salon Healing in Scottsdale, wants you to feel sexy and confident again, no matter what your age. Whether you're looking for Instagram-worthy mermaid hair or you want the thickness back that you used to have, these extensions are the safest and highest quality on the market today. Christina blends them perfectly into your hair so that you can style it up, down, straight, wavy. Painless, easy, and affordable. Call to book your free consultation today with beauty maker Christina at 480-788-8880. That's 480-788-8880. Ooh, is that your cell phone number? It's my business line. Ooh, you know everybody's going to be calling now. (laughs) Ouch. That's our new sponsor. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> so how are you, ladies? I'm fantastic. Yeah? Happy yeah. June, June, hot, hot June. Is there anyone else loving getting into their car these days? <laughs> it burns. It is hot. <laughs> yes. I'm like, any covered parking, Shh. any garage. Oh, she will walk five miles. I will walk covered parking. five what? miles. I'm like, I know. Covered parking. I'm like, why? It really doesn't make that big of a difference, though. Me, it I, does. does I need not. to do those little visor things. Exactly. I'm just That's like, it's need. not too time consuming. It doesn't do anything. Exactly. I tried to tell you that. I don't mind walking. <laughs> <laughs> and our guest actually today doesn't mind walking barefoot. Did you hear about this? I didn't hear about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tara, welcome to the show. Thank you. So excited to be here. So tell me about this walking barefoot that you love doing. So when I was little growing up, I played in the mud all the time, right? It was just like, if I could be outside and be um, barefoot, I was the happiest. And uh, a couple years ago, I came across a book called Barefoot Running and discovered that it was actually a thing that you could do that was a phenomenal for your body. Uh, and in 2007, when Vibram came out with their five finger, you know, the toe shoes that every, like they're, they're kind of semi super weird, but also kind of cool. They make you kind of turn and look. Uh, and I had started wearing those and really felt like my knees and my hips and all of those pieces of my body went back into alignment because I was now using my natural structure again. So running barefoot, walking barefoot, hiking barefoot, not quite as much in Arizona these days, uh, but definitely in, you know, the Pacific Northwest or in Colorado, uh, I find that it's just a phenomenal way to first and foremost, help those little muscles in the legs and the feet and the hips realign and it's been scientifically proven now that when you're barefoot on the earth for 20 minutes or more, it acts as an antioxidant for the body. It's like it's grounding the radiation, the electromagnetism we're getting from the cell phones, from um, our computers, all of those things, back into the earth. And so it's not affecting our cells in the same way. So there's a lot of different things that create an amazing uh, reaction in our body when we just go barefoot more. So even if it's just around the house, or if we can get outside and get barefoot outside, it's pretty cool and pretty powerful. So I love it. So do you take 20 minutes every day to go barefoot? And... I do my best yeah. for outside. Just even going out in the grass, taking my dog out to play ball. In the morning, I have a garden. And so I'll take my shoes off there, just wherever I can get it in. 
it's it's a priority and non-negotiable for me. <laughs> Wait, there's grass in Arizona? Where, where is that? He's <laughs> no, just thinking, I have to go to the park. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would have pebbles under my feet and, like, concrete. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, yeah. I've heard a term, though. Isn't that called earthing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there's a whole... Have you read the book? No, but okay. I read articles on it years ago. Yes, yes. So Clint Ober wrote a book called Earthing, and he's one of the forefront um, men in... America on earthing and reconnecting. He's got even a whole product line that you can buy. Earthing sheets, earthing mats for under your forearms uh, while you're typing on the computer. And um, for me, I've always been a big skeptic. So I grew up in a household that was very organic and things like that. But still, I was like, somebody, like, I want to know for sure that these things are working because we also know that lots of times we can be marketed to in a way, which marketing, I love marketing because it's a way that we get to connect right? We get to connect. And sometimes it's not always for the purpose of the end user. So to me, I'm like, okay, show me, show me the science. And so what's fascinating about him is he's shown the science. And I use those products personally. I have an earthing sheet. So I actually find myself so much more grounded, my nervous system relaxing when I'm going to bed. And what it is, is it's a sheet that plugs into your outlet into that third, uh, you know, you have the two and then the third one, (laughs) the little hole, right? (laughs) And that's actually the grounding, So that goes into the ground. So that electricity is grounded when it's running through your house. And so that's what you plug into. And then you're getting that same earth energy that you would, well, a similar earth energy. I still don't think it's exactly the same as laying on the earth, but similar. And then same thing when you have your arms on that mat. So uh, all the radiation and things like that can't travel into your body in the same way. It's more like it's getting interrupted and grounded into that mat. So it's pretty fascinating technology. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't know. I know. So not only do you do the barefoot, but you're also into gardening in Arizona. And you've got a farm. <laughs> yes. So um, that must be like a challenge. <laughs> it is. During the summer months. <laughs> it, you know, it totally is so fascinating and it's such a learning process. I, it, back in 2009, had a privilege to go out to Hawaii for 11 days on this three-acre permaculture farm with some of the best experts in the world, you know, and you basically, like, look at the ground and it grows what you want it to grow in, in um, Kauai, and so it's so different here. So my introduction to growing was much more uh, Hawaiian-based, and so here you're just up against a lot of other types of things. You're looking at not just the heat and the shade, but... Uh, what kind of critters, because now, right now is the time before the monsoons, everything has started to die off and it's getting so dry that everything's looking for something to eat and primarily they want what you've got. (laughs) And I didn't even know, like ground squirrels, they come over and they climb over your fence. Like the other day I have a tower garden and I caught one sitting in my basil eating my lettuce. And I was like, excuse me. (laughs) Did he even move when he he saw you? Oh, yes. Oh, he did. (laughs) Good thing. I was very mad. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, it's just these things you don't think about or not necessarily until it's it's happening. So it's an art, it's a science, and it's a meditative practice of patience and discovering how to create micro microclimates uh, and how to create a system in the ground because we have such dry ground and clay, but we can start mulching over it, you know, and just learning the tips and tricks to create something magical out of what we have. And it's possible. It's just a matter of, again, the patience and the curiosity of being with the land. I would have to move. <laughs> we're not allowed. To, there's so much wildlife where I live. We're not allowed to have gardens. Oh, really? Really? Mm-hmm. Where are you at? Where do Anthem. You okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So where's the farm at, though? It's in North Mesa, so up by Red Mountain area, Los Sundas area, um, the north part of the 202, you go up to Power, and it's right up there. And you're looking, are you still looking for volunteers, or is that something that, yeah? Absolutely. So we uh, have a site where people, it's, it's specifically for women at the moment, we've built a really fun, empowering community for women. Our, our little tagline is um, connecting hearts, planting paradise, and replenishing the earth. And so it's just all around bringing women together in a sisterhood to get your hands in the dirt, learn new tips and tricks, come together, and just be able to chat, you know, as sisters out on the land, move your body. And I find that what a lot of people are saying and a lot of women are saying and excited about is, I just get to come and I get to move my body and I don't have to think too much. Just meaning, you know, we have education and things like that, but just meaning day-to-day life can be so stressful and there's so many demands put on us that here you just get to come and be yourself, feel your body move, connect with the earth, and there's something magical. There's an X factor, a synergy that happens when we do that that is almost beyond words. So uh, brilliancefarms.com slash girlgardengang is where the information is. And um, it's open to anyone, and women can bring their kids, whether they're boys or girls, to just run and scream and play. And as we launch more in the fall, we'll actually have more kids' activities and things like that. So it's really inclusive for today's modern urban woman to come and be involved. How large is the farm? It's about an acre. Are you looking to grow it it even further, or is it something that you're limited uh, the space is limited because it's a it's actually on a county island, mm-hmm. so there is a house on the property, which is great. So we'll be layering multiple things on the property in terms of um, having you know energy workers there and having a little cafe and those sorts of things. But in terms of spreading out and sprawling out, we won't be able to. But we would like to replicate the model after it's fully built so that other people can do it in other communities and sort of create this for themselves, be able to bring lots and lots of abundant food and the hydroponic growing and uh, the biodynamic farming and things like that so that we can feed more and more people. So you mentioned energy work, which is something you do as well as I know Christina has has done some work on me, which I was fascinated by because it was actually um, interesting to release and let that trust come through. And then it was just like I was just like butter on the table. So um, (laughs) what do you do? Because it's a little bit different than Reiki and other forms that people have talked about. And it was funny because when you mentioned it, I've heard of it and I've actually had it done. So what got you involved? What is it? And how does it work? Yeah. Uh, I love what you mentioned about trust. Right, because it really is, I find, this ultimate process of trust. You find that, too, mm-hmm. when you're working, you work on people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's, it's allowing yourself to be seen, right? And we're not always um, I like that. how you asked if she works on people, because we forget <laughs> that we can actually do Reiki on animals and the energy work that actually animals can provide I've done us Reiki too. on Beast. Yeah. He Beast is her it. cat. <laughs> like, oh, she like, calls oh animals. Goodness. Goodness. <laughs> We're all I wondering. She might have been talking beast. about a person. <laughs> yeah, like, Whoa. Your energy work must be really powerful. <laughs> awesome. And it, it's phenomenal, right? It's, uh-huh. it's transformative. Yeah, she was. He, he was called uh, Buttercup before the Reiki started. And, and now his beast. name's Beast. There's something else I'm missing yeah. out on. Mm-hmm. He's pushed. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, yeah, so I originally got into energy work on accident. <laughs> I think like many things, uh, 
sometimes these pieces choose us in a certain way. I was working with an autistic child in doing play therapy in college, and his parents ended up learning energy work, and they tried sessions on me, and I was like, holy smokes, this is the coolest thing of all time. And so I went and got certified in 2007 in a modality called Body Talk, and it's the principle is similar to so many others, which is it's asking the body what it wants to heal in the order it wants to heal it and allowing the body to be the guide. And I'm really the facilitator and helping the energies reconnect and so that the emotions, the past structures, the patterns can release. And so what will happen is we will go through our lives. We have stressors that come up and it creates energetic patterns. It creates a frequency of vibration inside of us. And what we need to do in order to create a new reality for ourselves is be able to shift that pattern, change the cycle, because otherwise we're just living in a past pattern that has been created. It's so fascinating to me that by the time we're eight years old, it's something like 75% of our belief systems are already formed. So most of what we believe and think and do happened way before we had any conscious idea of how to form it for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so we come to the table and we say, okay, how, what are the patterns that I'm running and what do I want to create? What are the results I want to see in my life? Now let's go into that 95% of the subconscious and the patterns and start to rewire what's happening for us so that that 5% that's conscious can line up with that subconscious and create the life that we truly want to be living. It's pretty what fun. If, what if people don't know what they want to create? Like, is there something with that too? Like, is there... Because sometimes that's like just stagnant energy that just doesn't want to move forward. Absolutely. And I always say, let's just start with breathing. And you don't have to know what you want to create when you start the process, right? A lot of times it's a process of uncovering and allowing ourselves to dream again. Because we've been taught also so often, right? This is how life is going to be. This is how we're going to live. And because of that, we don't remember what we actually want. But we all have it coded inside of us. Our dreams, our purpose, all of those things are in us. So it's just a matter of taking off the layers like you would take off Eskimo suits in Hawaii at the beach. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm going to take this off. That's not me. And start to reconnect, move the energy in the body. Let's start with the breath, open and unlock those spaces, and then do the other processes to connect to who we truly are, our true essence again. Do you know what's missing today, though? Like when you think about people and you've been working with, you know, people and possibly animals, um, what do you think is missing health-wise, wellness-wise? And what do you think is, you know, what's the difference that's actually missing? I guess that's the best way to say it. I think uh, the main thing that's missing is really the well-known idea that we truly are the architects of our own lives and that we actually can create whatever we want. And what's, what's sort of hindered us from that is, or, well, I guess what's hindered us is all of the structures and things that have told us that we can't or that we have limits and that we're not actually uh, possible, right? Okay, well, it, it has to be this way or like this. And so, so many of us had these ideas and these dreams and this flow, and then we're like, <laughs> right? But if it doesn't fit in the box or I'm not good enough and all of these thoughts come up. So what's really missing is just this core fundamental concept that we're creators, we're the architects, and we can create whatever we want. And now it's just a process. So we know that now. Now what's the process of getting there and doing that? It's funny. It's almost like we forgot to go barefoot. So, yes. <laughs> well said. Mm -hmm.
<laughs> so we had the structure of shoes that took us away from what was really meant to be. Yes, and, and it's peeling back. It's, it's that. It's like, okay, we, we see all these shoe commercials for the best shoes, and it's like, well, I do actually, like some good shoes, though. Oh, I, do. <laughs> well, I mean, Slow down. <laughs> I do love your shoes. They're cute. <laughs> Stilettos. Wait the ones I wear later, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the right occasion. Yeah. And it, we're not making any of these things bad whatsoever. We're just saying, okay, what are the effects on it? Or the results I'm looking to get. Is it effective or ineffective? Do you think we're growing too fast? Hmm. Uh, no, I think that uh, maybe some, in some ways some portions of the way that we're growing don't lend back to each person's creative genius. So a lot of times we're taking ourselves away from and out of the essence of the person's true genius ability to heal themselves create things like that do you think it's because we create an isolation when we realize we have a dream that most people can't understand or we have parents or you know guardians or you know anyone in our life that's like you know that's a little too much you may want to slow down so maybe it's just finding a community that actually can you know work with it absolutely grow with it absolutely yeah um i mean it's a little bit cliche, but it's so true. We are like the five people we spend the most time with. I mean, truly, what they think, how they act, what they eat, what they believe. It's tough to eat high vibration raw food if everybody you're with is eating McDonald's all the time. I mean, you might be able to do it for a while, but eventually you're just going to be so hungry and waiting so long, you're probably going to eat the fries. And, and, right, and again, we're not making McDonald's wrong or anything. We're just saying, okay, look at our environment and – what's the input and if we're told something over and over again and we aren't around uh dreamers or we allow the fear other people have had in pursuing their own dreams to become our own that's where we start to fall short so what did you do before this like how did you get started on this journey um i did grow up in a household where it's like oh mom you know i my stomach hurts okay well here's a homeopathic remedy or (laughs) things like that so i did grow up in the holistic and sort of natural realm. Mm -hmm. Um, In high school, I wanted to go into uh, PR and marketing and wanted to live in New York, which I did end up living in New York, but I worked for a nutrition school out there. Um, Where in New York? uh, Manhattan. Yeah, it was so fun. (laughs) Yeah, I was only there for like eight months and then left and and went to live in Maui for a little bit, but it was a really, a really cool experience. Um, And so I was working in nutrition right out of college, but my degree's in nonprofit management. Mm-hmm. And that ties into the farm that we're building now. The farm is a nonprofit. Yeah. And so uh, it kind of all ties together. So I guess sort of forever I've sort of just been looking for the root of joy and happiness and transformation. And that has led me to these different avenues. Yeah, yeah. So do you um, coach clients on this body talk stuff that you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see clients privately in energy medicine. And then I do... Uh, six-month and year-long coaching packages with leaders, and we dive all in in, yeah. in that arena, which is so fun. We get into uh, nutrition, and we get into all of the mindset and the quantum shifting and all of that, and so that you just feel so rock solid and flow. I'm really into flow, feeling that energy flow through your body and your mind, and so that everything is just synchronistic and in time. It's really fun. Yeah. yeah. Quantum shifting, what does that mean? So... Uh, are you familiar with the quantum flip, the idea of the quantum flip? Well, I'm, we are, but I'm I think familiar, explaining yeah. it might be a good thing. <laughs> right. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yes. Yeah, so um, a quantum flip is the con- the concept in quantum science that a particle is moving at an infinitely fast uh, rate in one direction, and then suddenly it's moving the other direction without a pause at the zero momentum point. And so pausing is such a beautiful thing, and I teach women all the time, okay, let's take a pause and let's integrate. What's fascinating to me about the idea of a quantum flip is that we don't have to have that pause, which a lot of times in our society or in coaching or in the healing realm can equate to um, where people get stuck again. So we get on a healing journey and then all of a sudden we're sort of stuck in the pause and we cycle and cycle in the pause or loop in there instead of being able to break through to that next phase of where we want to create the results. So that quantum flip, again, is that idea that it, the particle is moving or the person or the whatever, the energy of, you know, you're living your life and you're moving at rapid speed in this direction and suddenly you're moving in a completely different direction in the direction you want to go to get those results. Mm-hmm. And so being able to work with meditations and breath work and uh, the different ways and tools that we use to create that flip is a lot of what I do in the coaching. Yeah. So when someone gets stuck in the pause, wh- why is that bad? It's not bad, right? It's, it's, I, I, I've worked so hard over the last 10 years to kind of play with good and bad and right and wrong <laughs> yeah. and move into effective and ineffective. Mm-hmm. What's effective and what's not effective? And so We go with what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. Kind of the same concept, exactly. but yeah, there is exactly. no good or bad. It could work for you. Yeah, it could totally work for you. And that pause could be actually what you've been yearning for, like, for 20 years, you're like, I just needed like a year long pause. Awesome. <laughs> Let's hang out in the pause. Um, what's fascinating to me is that it sometimes it can feel like, okay, I'm going in this direction in my life. And now I know I have to sit in this pause before I get to go in this different direction. So the, the idea of the quantum flip is simply that there's another option. There's mm-hmm. an X factor. And it can be, we can pivot immediately and start living a new reality instantly and just knowing that's available. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you envision for people to have a better grasp at in terms of like mental, emotional, and physical health? Um, that it can be really simple, even if it isn't easy, to uh, transform whatever they want to transform in their lives. So. When I say not necessarily easy, meaning if we decide to sit in meditation for X amount of time and just be with ourselves, our minds might be yelling and they might be like, no, 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 no. Like you have things to do. (laughs) Yeah. You have things to do. You need to drink coffee. You probably need to suddenly clean the entire house, even though you don't like to clean, right? Like the mind is suddenly like. Totally me. Yeah. (laughs) Like you have a thousand other things to be doing. So that's when I, that's what I mean when I say it might not be easy. But it is simple, simple because the, the task at hand is to simply sit and be and see if we can be with that and work through that and stay present to it and be on the other side of that hour or whatever we decide to sit there. And then suddenly we trust ourselves a little bit more. We see what we're actually capable of, even if the mind is screaming and things like that. So I would say that is one of the main things is that it can be simple and we and anybody can do it. We have the potential inside of us if we want to activate it. Do you think we've lost the allowance to just sit? Oh, I totally do. That's gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we live in a culture that's very much, you know, faster, more now and we derive a lot of our value 
from pushing harder and just because it's set up that way. And so it's taking, I, I know personally, I had to take a long, hard look at that of, I, I derived a ton of my value from how hard I could grind with how few resources <laughs> and how far I could get with that. And it burned me out tons of times until finally I looked that value in the face and was like, okay, I have to allow support, right? Like you're talking about, I have to allow pause, have to allow uh, the idea that it can be different immediately, things like that. Is it almost like the shift between doing and being? And what does that mean for you? Definitely. I think the other part to being is embodiment. And that is the task or the opportunity to bring our energy back into our body. So when I do energy work and I practice on people, a lot of the times what I see is their energy is out in front of their body. And people usually want their energy out in front of their bodies uh, you'll find are more anxious, they're running really fast, it's go, 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 very task-oriented. You'll find when people's energy is like in the back of their body, out of their body, they're more depressed, sad, tired. And so we're looking to see if we can pull our energy to the center of our body. And that's embodiment. That is the present space that we can hold and be. And when we're there, that is where we actually can move from. And that's when we're present. That's when we have tons of energy. We feel tons of power because we're not outside of our body in some way. Does that make sense? It's kind of an interesting concept. So, Well, do you find that people need to do more than one session to actually master it? And is it something that you ever master? <laughs> Great question. Um, I Yes. I mean, because if we think about things in a vibrational universe, we think about like microwaves, right? You turn on a microwave, it sends waves uh, to heat your food. Uh, we have frequencies in our bodies. And so our, our bodies are used to running those similar vibrations or frequencies. And so it has to see and feel and know the new pattern over and over and over again in order to be able to embody it consistently. And I do think mastery is possible, and it still has to be a consistent process. It can't be like, oh, I did that for six weeks. I should be good forever, you know. It's like eating every single day. We tap into our own energy source. We imagine our energy flowing. We meditate. We feed our mind with mind candy in the form of affirmations, meditation, all these different things, and continue to fortify ourselves because we don't live in a society right now that perpetuates this kind of thought. And so we have to safeguard against it. Nice. We're going to take a quick break, but when we get back, I'd love to learn more about the raw chocolate. Um, if you haven't seen Tara on social, you must go see her. Your stories are hilarious, and there's so much fun to be a part of. Like, you see this alignment that just kind of shows with who you are and how you live, and I love how raw you are on, those, on that social media. So we'll be right back. Let's face facts. Your business is either growing or dying. Limeware Promotions wants to help your business grow. The strategy is not only to get seen, but remembered. And that's where Limeware comes in. We're here to help you come up with some fun and catchy promotional ideas so you get seen and remembered. At Limeware, we are ready to take on all your promotional needs from custom embroidery hats and screen print shirts all the way to business cards and pens. Limeware Promotions. Find us on Facebook and Instagram and let the growing begin. Did you fall out of love with your marketing? Are you ready to reconnect with your audience and grow beyond your own limitations? Get to the Ellen Sparks Agency and demand a Spark session right away. 
Spark Sessions are tailored just for you, the busy, growing business owner looking to bring the sparks back. EllenSparksAgency.com. And that's Ellen with only one L for Love Your Marketing. So we're talking about raw chocolate. And before we get to that, someone told me you like tongue twisters. Is this true? (laughs) Are they considered tongue twisters? (laughs) (laughs) Alliteration. I love alliteration. Is that similar? It sounds like it must be. Yeah. (laughs) Do we have a tongue twister? Do you have one? Oh, (laughs) no. No. So it's funny because I looked it up and it was um, like Wonder Woman is considered one. Yeah, yes. Okay. So I think it's being used synonymously. Yes. So alliteration and tongue twisters. So like elevated, exquisite, elegant Elise, right? And Elisa. Elisa. Like, we can oh. add the A in there. Ah. Uh, see? And like Sally sells seashells at the seashore. So that's a tongue twister. And it's alliteration. But I think it's, isn't that alliteration and assonance? Because assonance is the second or third letters that are the same. So I don't know what assonance is. Watch your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a bad word I brought. So now we've figured out why it's brilliant. (laughs) Farm. (laughs) Do you have any, Carrie? I don't. Can you? Mm -mm. No. And nothing. Mm. Chuck E. Cheese. That's alliteration and assonance, too. (laughs) Asinine. No, I'm... Okay. So how did that come about? Is that something that's like a family thing, or is that just for fun? Is that keeping you moving forward? It's just fun. It sounds like it's just fun. It's just really fun. I have a secret love for words. Like, word art is just so fun to me. And so I love to write, and I love to... Uh, when I used to, when I first was in college, you know, and you're trying to be that person and I would just wear, <laughs> run across campus in stilettos <laughs> and wear my suits. And so the whole thing that they would like hammer into us in my leadership courses was never forget somebody's name, you know, and I was like, okay, never forget somebody's name. <laughs> so I'm like, leopard, lacy, lovely Lisa. <laughs> I would have to like, <laughs> remember people's names by sort of giving them nicknames based on the things they liked or their favorite animal or whatever. <laughs> and then um, I love marketing too. And I find that, so my, I had a superfoods company a couple of years ago and it was called Body Brilliance. And so I find that a lot of times uh, people love that sort of uh, connection to words with the the pieces that go together, uh, the first letters when they start with the first letters. So I love sip and listen because even though they don't start with the same uh, mm. letters, you have the S and sip and then you have the S and listen right there and it just, it flows so gorgeously. So when I was told it doesn't have to be the same letter, but it sounds, mm-hmm. that, that sound has to be there. So it could be a C and a K and yeah, yeah, definitely. Hmm. So it's pretty fun. Fun stuff. We might have to bring that to sip and talk. Sip talk. Sip today. Talk. <laughs> I know. I want to add the end. I'm so Every used to time. doing sip and listen. Uh, but sip talk is actually tonight. We're actually bringing eight amazing speakers together for a live version of sip and listen. Awesome. That's so be we're actually amazing. having some fun with that. And I know I invited you to the August um, 20th, but you're going to be in Hawaii. Yes. yes. So I would love to come though. It looks amazing. Should we bring it to Hawaii? I think Possibly. that would be a brilliant 100%. idea. 100%. So yeah. coming to Hawaii, great. Yeah, awesome. I'm just thinking of names right now, which I'm not going to just... Okay, so it could be Sip Talk Laid. Sip Talk oh, Laid. Oh my goodness. Get it? Yes, yes, yes. And, and oh, wow. I'm picturing the logo now, like having a lay around the whole entire thing. Listen yeah. Laid. Listen and Laid. 
listen and get laid. Listen and get laid. Perfect. Get laid and listen. Get laid and listen. Carrie is loving this topic. I think it's spelled good. L E I. L E I. That's lay. Lay. Yeah. It's a flower lay. Yeah. Perfect. All right. I love it. Couldn't actually get better. So how did the whole raw chocolate come about? That was actually, when I read that and I saw actually one of your posts, I'm like, what? <laughs> and it's how so, do we not have some today? Oh my gosh. Seriously, I Somebody will dropped the ball. Somebody did drop the ball <laughs> pointing at myself. I could have done something about it. I could have said something, but I didn't. Uh, next time, ladies? Yes. Mm. Absolutely. Yes. So there's going to be a next time. Oh. <laughs> we should go visit the farm. Ooh, now we're talking. Yes, that would be so magnificent. I would love, and magical, and miraculous. I would love that. (laughs) Um, So my first little business name was Time and Truffles, (laughs) for no other reason than I love alliteration. And Truffles, such a good name. Oh, it's it's so fun. And so I, it was funny, I ended up changing my business name because I couldn't figure out what it meant. I just... Love I know I'm like time. I would have found like maybe tasty travel. Oh, see, that was brilliant, but I didn't have you then. I needed you. So I'm here now. Thank you. <laughs> so um, back in 2009, I studied with one of the um, foremost longevity experts in the world, David Wolf. So I studied with him in Hawaii on his farm for the permaculture. I also worked for his company for a couple of years, and so there were a lot of longevity events and things like that. And we had a lot of chocolate. Chocolate was everywhere. But I also planted a cacao tree in, on his farm in Hawaii. And so that was the, one of the very first, I think the very first tree that I ever planted. And it was pretty cool for me because putting this tree in the ground and, and cacao is the raw form of chocolate. So, you know, you see cocoa on cans and cocoa is the cooked form of chocolate. Cacao, C-A-C-A-O, is the raw form. And it's actually a bean so chocolate's a bean, so it's a... Nice. I just remember it from Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's what came to mind, Willy Wonka. <laughs> I think we should have a Willy Wonka raw chocolate factory. Ooh, that would... <laughs> now we're talking. That's a great idea. It is a great idea. Especially go over with women. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it, chocolate's really high in magnesium. It has theobromo. It's, it's just a phenomenal substance to actually as a healing substance, and it is the male counterpart to vanilla, which is the female counterpart, if you look at the different um, properties of the plants. And so chocolate and vanilla actually do go together. They actually are uh, very harmonious in those aspects of the masculine and feminine energy. So raw chocolate, for me, really comes from a way to be very sacred and intentional with our dessert and what we're eating and how we're eating and what we're taking in. And nutritionally, it's actually pretty phenomenal for you. So I got into how to make raw chocolate truffles, you know, with cayenne pepper or sea salt and raw honey and really starting to create these desserts that you just put them in your mouth and you're just like, oh my gosh, and you only want one. There is really no binge eating. There really is. And so it takes a lot of that emotional eating out out of it because now we're not addicted to the sugar or anything like that. We're actually having an experience of a superfood. So raw chocolate to me is one of the most phenomenal things that we can put into our bodies uh, kind of use in like a ceremony. There's ceremonial cacao that people replace their coffee with. It's it's just so fascinating to me the way that we can utilize food as medicine, as a delicious way to intake nutrients, and even as a ceremony, as it more used to be. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. So when do we take this class? Oh, <laughs> have a class. That'd be fun. Bring back time and truffles. Maybe yeah. tasty truffles. <laughs> time Maybe for something tasty with the superfood. I mean, the satisfying superfood. Yeah. I love how you talk about like you don't have to abuse it. Yeah. Like you have that satisfaction when you have that raw nutrients coming in. Yeah, because I feel mm. like we're all craving vitality right? We're craving this radiance and we want that from life, from food, from each other. And when we're able to eat the types of foods that give that to us, we suddenly feel a satiation unlike we do in any other way. Because a lot of our foods just don't have the same nutrient density or vitality. A lot of our relationships don't have the depth anymore or things like that. So when we start to get into the depth and we start to eat these foods, we're like, oh, I'm alive again. (laughs) It feels good. So you, you mentioned the relationships. Say more about that because that was almost like grazed by, but <laughs> bring that back because I think we don't always get very deep in our relationships, but is that also with that trust or is it something that we're just not embedded in our body anymore? I love, I was going to say, just like you said earlier about trust. And um, I think that we've been trained to see people through the filters of judgment so often. And then we all feel that from each other. And so we all kind of present a front and it's a lot more challenging to communicate through our authentic selves. And it's very challenging to trust. And I'm, I'm a big proponent of uh, inch wide, mile deep relationships. You know, I think we jump from friendship to friendship and business partner to business partnership and even romantic relationships now because we see things as more disposable through the filter of fear that depth means vulnerability. And Brene Brown is great on, you know, everything she talks about with courage and vulnerability and those different pieces. And to which I would add, it's so important that we understand people's capacities before we do fully just open up and share everything. Um, Because some people have more capacity than others to be able to take in what you're saying and feel and hold you. Uh, And then for ourselves, we can really see how clearly we can come to the table and how we can offer depth for people. You know, hey, it's safe here. I'm not going to judge you. I really want to hear what you're about. And then adopting different patterns of language too, you know, Um, instead of like, you did this and it hurt me saying things like, hey, when this happened, this is how I felt. And I'm wondering if you can help explain your intentions. And that's how I talk with um, my partner. And he is so responsive to that. Uh, And 98% percent of the time I my filter misinterpreted interpreted what happened and it's so fascinating like hey this is how I felt when this happened oh my gosh this is actually what I was thinking and what I meant like oh great well good thing I didn't blame you and get mad because right and so it's just fascinating to me how we can change language patterns and go so much deeper with people it's it's I love this topic I mean coming from something I, I love communication in a big way um, and part of the reason why the show is called sip and listen is that listen word so a lot of times we start listening to the thoughts that we have and believing them as, as they're true. So I love how we always have a recap of the show because, you know, these are my podcast wives, so to speak. <laughs> and Lovely ladies. There's relationship that's, you know, grown and keeps developing. And there's, you know, thoughts and patterns and filters that you have to get through in order to get to what we're really getting to. Mm, I love and that. there's always thoughts of like, I don't want to do this. And I'm doing it anyway. Absolutely. (laughs) Because that's what we said we would do. Mm -hmm. And creating that conversation with people over and over and going, okay, this is how I felt or this is what I thought. Does it have any truth to it? 
And a lot of times it doesn't. And Christina and I have known each other kind of a couple months. Nine months. Nine months, just like a baby. (laughs) And um, (laughs) there's been so much conversation that we've had to actually grow from. Mm. And I've developed like a better listening of who I am through her. And I don't even know if she knows that, but I acknowledge you because (laughs) she's always so fast to go, nope, that's not what I said. And what are you listening to? (laughs) So it's just a beautiful thing to really know that our thoughts aren't really true. <laughs> I love that. Don't believe anything you think. I know. Who said that? Emerson? True. I don't know. I think Somebody it was a genius. great quote. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it's so true. And, you know, you guys could hate each other after nine days, let alone nine months, if we didn't have those conversations of like, hey, no, actually, no, not at all. Well, it starts building on each other. Oh, yeah. yeah. We like, throw... Oh, wait, let me add that on top. Wait, oh, one more. <laughs> and then... cherry on that. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like, yeah. you know, steam blowing out our ears. Instead of just like going for that moment and go, okay, this is the weak one. It's like Jenga. You're like, get, get that weak one. Get that out and then start building on that. Yeah, and just being being able to be vulnerable enough to say, I know I have a trigger around this. I'm even guessing it's me and this is what I heard and this is how I feel. Can you can you come to the table and help me out? And know that, you know, sometimes the other person's not always going to be in the moment. Like if they're feeling fiery too, it might not be the time. But if you practice that back and forth and know, okay, right now I, I can't come to the table for you and I want to and I'll be back. Well, and that's that capacity you were talking about. Exactly. Like, is it the right time? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's on our time mm-hmm. because it's all about me. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> right? Yeah, I love that. And it's realizing it has nothing to do with you. So do you coach couples too? I, do. I was going to say, it sounds like you need to. Yeah. <laughs> I do. And I am in love with relationship work because, I mean, I'll get these people that come to me that are, you know, they're both usually high level, like in, both in leadership positions. Oftentimes they have kids um, and they're just going at each other. And there is so much love and passion underneath. And it's just been mired over by a lot of things that haven't been said so actually a lot of what we start with is breathing together. I teach them how to hold each other and eye gaze and breathe together and actually physiologically reconnect because once we're able to do that, it's like, wait, why was I mad? Like, what was that? Wait, what? And so we start there and then we start to look at communication patterns and we start to look at how we're going, whoop, <laughs> how we're going sideways and why. Uh-huh. And it's, it's really cool just to watch them reconnect to their true essence and who they are and see oh my gosh I remember why I love this person so much mm-hmm. please say your new podcast is about this because it is so needed in this world I agree. and I know you have a podcast coming up so I want to congratulate you on that because that's a huge step thank you so much it's been so many years in my brain <laughs> and what's it called the brilliance podcast so um I love the concept of brilliance because it's defined as pure light and genius and so it's all about exploring and illuminating truths to help people reconnect to their true essence and genius and that's what the podcast is about so there will be a lot on relationships on reconnecting to our true essence and really peeling back the truths sort of like we were talking about in the beginning with um, even with shoes so not making anything wrong because I just don't believe anything is wrong. It's just understanding effective and ineffective and how maybe some things we've come to believe or been led to believe may not be fully true. And those things that may not be fully true have actually caused us to 
feel like we're not enough, like we aren't powerful, those pieces. So I'm bringing in some of the best of the best people I know who are truth tellers and they live this truth and they really embody uh, creating their lives and things like that. So it's everything from essential oils and um, Ooh, alchemy. Is Dr. Ode? Oh, she's definitely oh, coming I on. Oh, Dr. Yep. Ode. <laughs> yep. To, um, and she just she's leaving for France tomorrow. She is. Mm. I'm so sad, but she's coming back. I know. I got my potions all set up. She's <laughs> so amazing. I mean, talk about true alchemical magic. That woman. Oh, to joy, guys. Go check her out for yeah. sure. That's how we met. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, best yeah. ever. So from that to looking at Tantra and connecting through sacred sexuality uh, to... Um, how to change your mind immediately to the superfoods that can activate your body in a matter of days and all sorts of different types of truths bringing people in. Uh, Brilliance podcast. Yes. Coming soon. Yes. Are you part of any of the Tantra groups around here? Uh, no, I'm not at the moment. Got it. Yeah. I've heard about a lot of them recently. Mm-hmm. So I'll be showing up. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> For the podcast or the... Uh... <laughs> what? You said you'd be showing up soon. Yeah. For the... There's like Tantra sacred sexuality meetup groups in this area where they do different breath work and they teach you these practices. Mm. I'll share it with you. Let's share this with the group. Yeah. Share with everyone. Carrie's... (laughs) Our media princess is excited. (laughs) (laughs) Spinning in her chair. (laughs) That's awesome. <laughs> so what else is next? And um, what tips can you provide us that we can actually take away with today? What, it's funny because I actually noticed that I'm sitting on my hands, <laughs> which I actually read is a great way to listen. So I tend to like play with my pen or write or, you know, just play with my phone. And I read that if you sit in your hands, and I did it unconsciously, you actually listen. Hmm. I love that. I'm going to try it. Well, I'm supposed to be talking. I'll sit on my hands. When you start talking, and then try it. Yeah. Well, I think it, it works one. when you're talking too. Let's all do it. I think it's also come on, Carrie. See what happens in the next hands. few minutes? Come really on, Robin. It does. Hands. It actually kind of comforts you in a way, but it's almost like your your senses are a little bit more honed into listening and talking. You know yeah. what? This is so fascinating because the hands are the extension of the heart chakra. And that's, you know, so when we pray, we're in a trifecta, and it's, the, it's bringing the um, heart together, the, the three parts of the heart together. And so it's fascinating because when you sit on your hands, it almost feels like a heart hug, and I wonder if it helps ground you in listening from the heart and receiving. Let's go with that. I like it. I don't know. I want to believe sure, that, so that, I'm going to. I'm like, hmm, this is lovely sitting on my hands. Um, we even have better posture doing this, too. That's true. Our backs yeah. are all straight. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Brings the energy through the spine. Mm-hmm. This is really good. <laughs> um, so I am, let's see, what's coming next? Oh, my gosh, that's such a big question. <laughs> uh, we're developing out Brilliance Farms. And so by my birthday, on March 22nd, we launched this past year. By my birthday, the goal is to have... The, the companies and the nonprofit fully up and functioning. So we'll be bringing people there to have events, farm to table dinners, um, wine and painting. Will there nights. be a party? Oh, yes, there will definitely be. With raw be. chocolate? Yes, and you're all invited. And wine? Yes, 100%. The Dry Farms <laughs> wine, right? The really good, high Ooh. quality stuff that has no sugar in it. Um, and so building that out, I will actually be launching a product called Gutsy. 
here in the next couple of weeks. And see. Yes. I like it. <laughs> it's a, it's <laughs> actually a, um, it's an herbal formula that myself and a, a doctor, a scientist, and my dad formulated. And it's all to help with constipation, bloating, helping to flatten the tummy and really help to heal the gut. In so, the form of a truffle? Um, no, not, <laughs> not yet, but I will make you one. It's actually in a capsule, in the capsule form. And soon in a truffle. And soon in a truffle. <laughs> so we're, I'm coming out with that and uh, launching the podcast July 19th. And then at, towards the end of the year, be getting into doing some more speaking, have some speaking engagements coming up. And so it's really fun. You know, I love being able to coach as well as uh, bring in the entrepreneurial, the social entrepreneur um, parts. What am I trying to say? Aspects. <laughs> like I lost the word. <laughs> um, aspects to be able to just apply those things that I teach and really fascinated with being in the field, you know, doing it. So building nonprofits and building these different things and applying everything that I coach and learn because I think we're always learning and growing and that way it can be much, much more effective for clients. So really, really passionate about that piece of it. So it's funny. I was talking to one of our guests from the past, Pagona, who has a Wellspring Center. It's a wellness center. And we were talking about you. And when you, when I said your name, she goes, like earth so she's greek and she does amazing trips we're talking about doing a retreat next year for greece and taking a bunch of friends and just having the full experience from food to culture to just Mm. everything you can imagine and she was fascinated by you so we were talking and i'm just going to say it on the air now but we would love to do an event all of us together and I know Dr. Ode is in. I just gave her the, the doctor form because I just love calling her that. But she, um, we would love, and she, she is a PhD, so mm-hmm. she, yeah, so it's, it's legit. And um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't just give it out. And we would love to do an event where we can actually incorporate everything that you're doing in all the senses. I would love that. And, and maybe we can do it on the farm. We're Ooh. open. Barefoot. Yeah. There's lots of. <laughs> Anywhere. I'm in. That sounds so much fun. And we may have to be barefoot. Yes. <sighs> it's likely. <laughs> yes. So, okay. So what are three things that people can do today to empower their lives, align with themselves, and just be powerhouses like we're meant to be? <sighs> yes. Okay. Let's do it. It's so excited. I'm just like, can you just imagine everybody... Everybody being lit up, knowing how amazing they are. Okay. I get so excited. So the first thing is uh, start a breath practice. Breath, breathing is free. You're doing it right now, whether you're conscious of it or not. And deepening the breath changes your life. It just, it just revolutionizes everything because it brings more energy into the body. Deep breathing triggers the brain to scan the body for anything that's stuck or out of harmony and causes it to release. Breathing is so powerful. Look up kundalini breathing or holotropic breathing or just breathe in for a count of six and in and out for a count of eight. Just start breathing. And it literally will change everything for you. So I would say that's the first thing. Should we set a timer on for that one? Uh, that seems like yeah. a good idea. My watch tells me to do it all the time. Do you do it? No. Let's <laughs> I <don't> dismiss. <laughs> will you try it today? I'm going to. We're I'm going it. to. I'm going to. <laughs> While you hug a tree. No. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad idea, but <laughs> if you don't have a tree, just breathe. <laughs> um, or make believe you have one. Yes. That, I mean, the mind's powerful. I know. 
Um, yes, set a timer for three minutes. Okay, breathing, inhale, number yeah, one. Breathing. Uh, set a timer for three minutes, inhale for six seconds, exhale for eight, automatically relaxes the body, mm. making the exhale longer than the inhale. The second thing is pull out a piece of paper or get a new journal and at the top of it, write, this is what I'm creating for my life. And this is going to, and for both of these things, the mind is going to tell you not to do it. It's going to tell you it's scary and it's hard and it's unnecessary because the mind has a protective personality that wants to keep you safe. And to which I would say, thank you for your input. I'm going to try this anyway. And that acknowledgement is important, actually. It's, it's everything. Mm-hmm. Because if we try to push it down, then we won't ever do the things that will help us shift. So this is what I'm creating for my life. And then go into body and finances and relationships and spirituality and friendships and community and fun and joy and all of these pieces and just write out these topics. And even if all you can say at first is, I don't want to be fat, or I don't want to feel crappy, or whatever that is, even if we can't really get to what we're creating yet, just start writing something. And then if you write, I don't want to feel crappy, then what would be the opposite of that? I want to feel joy. And even if you can't believe at all that you can have that, write it down anyway. Because we do know logically that whatever we can conceive and believe, we can create, and we just have to start somewhere. And this is taking pen to paper. We can't just do this on our phone. No. And it's not the same if we do it with our thumbs. <laughs> it just, it's, it's not. And I mean, there's a couple things. One, the electromagnetic interference from the phones does change our vibratory state. So we will be thinking differently if we're doing it on our phones. Uh, that's actually been scientifically proven. Somehow and, you'll end up with a new iPhone. I just Yeah, thought. yeah. Suddenly you have a new <laughs> iPhone and you're like, I really thought I was, I was wanting to have six-pack abs. I don't know how, but maybe my iPhone will give me that. <laughs> and it could. There's some really good apps for that. Sure. Um, but it's so important to put pen to paper. Uh, you know, again, the arm is a direct extension of the heart. We're writing from the heart. We're connecting in and we're getting back to that. And then the third thing is between hydrating and eating some living raw foods. I would say just eat some living raw foods, like grab an organic apple or go get a green juice at a nectar juice bar or just anything because food is information. And when we change the information that we input into our body, we change the information output, meaning our thoughts start to change, how we feel starts to change, the emotion starts to change. So when our input changes, our output changes, our energy changes, and so we can actually take in different food, that changes the information in our body. So just go get something fresh and alive and see how it makes you feel. So that would be number three. So it's funny when you mention that, the information that food gives us. I've always wondered when people either show grace or have a prayer or just have gratitude for the food that's in front of them. Could that be something we add into that? as well as that organic apple, like really just remembering where it's coming from and what our earth is actually meant to do. Absolutely. Sweet. Intention changes everything. It does. Have you you seen those studies? Yeah. Yeah. That actually show people digest better and assimilate, which means absorb better uh, when they pray over their food. And you don't have to be praying to anything specific. You're literally, like you're saying, just giving grace. Like, thank you. Mm -hmm. You know, you grew. Thank you. Sunshine, water, earth, food. Yeah. Remember what it takes to actually get there. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, we could probably do another segment with you. And we're actually going to have you at a sip talk coming soon. Yes. But thank you so much for being on the show. Um, Thank you for being a part of this universe and just being who you are because you are just an amazing light. And it's so fun to know you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. And we'll see you on the farm. (laughs) All right. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.